Apple Jacks are great, you know. Ah, that one's so low. Good old bottle rocket. Piece de la resistance. I don't even know what I'm talking about already. Welcome to the Awkward High Five Podcast. My name is Devin. And uh, here we are. It's a Wednesday, so you know what that means. In this little um, weird caveat of a disappearance of RTG, that means that it's another solo show, which some of you out there might be going, yes, and then others might be going, God fucking damn it, and I understand. I understand where you're coming from. Uh, I know the last solo show got a little weird. Um, and uh, I don't know. I was about to say that I'm sorry for that, but I'm not sorry for that. I got some good, I got some really good feedback from people on it. Um, and, I, and I appreciate that. And then I got some feedback from people. I, I'm not going to say that people went out of their way to, to, to give me like the you suck. But they, uh, but they definitely gave me the, um, dude, could you try not to be such a pussy? <laughs> and I get that too. I understand that. I was, I was being vulnerable towards the end of that podcast this is a solo show so for some reason i talk in this cadence now i don't really get it but when i start doing uh monologues when i'm talking to nobody for some reason i talk like this maybe like but whatever who gives a shit so yeah anyway thank you for all the feedback on the last show look here's the deal with these solo shows uh, you know, I, I, well, I was going to say I don't want to be doing them, and that's not true because I love doing this podcast, and I love that people listen to this, and I'm going to put two episodes out a week no matter what, um, three or uh, in and two extra a month for the Patreon subscribers no matter what. That's going to happen, whether we have guests in, whether we have producer Dave and Daly here, whether we have other people come in, and whether I sit here and just bullshit to you people by myself. It's going to happen because I love doing it, so I'm not going to apologize, but... I guess I, I guess what I was going to say is that uh, this wouldn't be my first choice. You see, I'm enjoying these little what what I'm protecting myself as calling like performance art art pieces that I'm doing on these solo shows. I'm enjoying the creativity that goes into it. I'm enjoying the talking to all you people at home and all of that. But uh, but if I had my choice. You know, I'd be sitting here across from my my co-host, my business partner, my best friend of thirty plus years, who's supposed to be here with me. But you know, for 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 anybody who doesn't know, he's he's dealing with some shit. Obviously, uh, I, I don't know for sure. I'm not. I I don't have all the information because when he falls off the face of the earth, he just falls off the face of the earth. When he sits around the house, he really sits around the house, and and um. So I don't know the information. Uh, I am as clueless as you guys are, but there's one thing I know about my best friend RTG, and is it, when you do need some space, you got to give him some space. I got some I got some emails and messages and uh, and stuff where people are like, "Well, why don't you just go to his work?" Which uh, which I I don't even have confirmation that he still works at. And some people are like, "Why don't you just go knock on his front door?" Um, and, and the reason why that I, I can't do that, the reason that that's not going to happen is because the thing with Richie is, is he, when he gets into something, there's no, no talking about, he is the most stubborn human being that I've ever met in my life. And he wouldn't be offended if he heard me say that because I've said it to his face a billion times, but, uh, for better or for worse, the kid just, you know, sometimes can't get out of his own way. And 
He, and he could very well, just like he told us last time when he disappeared for a month, he could very well just be laying in bed in a full depression mode right now. I don't know. The, the optimist in me is hoping that maybe he's in some sort of facility taking care of his problems or, or, uh, or something, you know, but, but the, but I also have to entertain the fact that he is in some sort of spiral, which hurts me to even say. But what I do know is that if I was to show up and knock on his door and and try to pull him out of bed, it, it wouldn't matter. He Not only would he not respond to it, but then also the, the product, the fruit of that labor, if I was to get him here and sit him in the chair, wouldn't be anything anyway, if that makes any sense. So, uh, you know, believe me, I want to exercise every option that I can. Here I go talking like that again. I want to exercise every option that I can to get my best friend back here and continue the Awkward High Five podcast that you guys know and love so much or hate so much or indifferent so much to. Um, I want that to happen immediately, but uh, there's nothing I can do about it. You know, he's uh, he's that's what's going on. I mean, he actually sent some communique. Let's hear what he said. This community means about as much to me as a festering ball of dog snot. All right, that joke's getting old, but I just like hearing R.J. Fletcher say that. So yeah, that's it. I, I you know, it, it's the same old story as of right now. As soon as something new changes, you all be the first to know. Uh, hopefully, because he'll be sitting here talking. But in the meantime, I mean, I think we're doing some pretty good shows. I've been loving the shows with Daly and producer Dave. Producer Dave has been fucking awesome. He's uh, just writing up these sheets every day. <laughs> and giving me information. Today, he knew I was doing a solo show. He also knew that I was a little nervous about it because I hadn't really planned much. Um, and uh, and so right before the show, he was texting me with a bunch of information. Remember to talk about this. Remember to talk about that. So full on 100%. I've always wanted a producer on this show. And Dave is going above and beyond um, with his spreadsheets and and pie charts and bar graphs and laptops and research. It's in the in the three or four shows that producer Dave has been here, it has already been much more professionally planned than anything. The, the hundred or plus shows that me and Richie did. Okay, now I'm rambling. I'm rambling. I'm sorry. So I'm here, a high five studios by myself, just chilling out, drinking a nice fine uh, Shiraz that I hope will get me through this get me through this uh, episode with you guys. I got my lap uh, laptop. I got my lava lamp on. Hi, lava lamp. I got my black light kicking. What's up, black light? I got my sweet Alice in Wonderland caterpillar or cat or whatever that thing is, smoking a pipe on top of a mushroom. Got my beads on the door. I got my incense and peppermints 45 vinyl there. I got an empty seat across the way where Richie should be. I got a stolen contraband mixer right here that I'm looking at. So, you know, life's good. This this studio, though, oh, the studio's kind of a mess. You know, we've had so many people in and out when we're doing the shows without Richie and and I've kind of let it go a little bit. So, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like it needs to be tightened up. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Well, anyway, so, so well, now I'm talking about the studio being a mess. Who gives a shit? How's everybody at home doing? Doing good? How are you guys feeling? You feeling healthy? Is everybody at home feeling healthy? Feeling like uh, you have care for your health? Uh, for your health? Feeling like that might stick around a little bit. Can we? Can, here's one thing that I get to do in a solo show that that I don't get to do when Richie's around because he uh, he normally swats it to the ground. Is I just just give me a little bit of time just to be semi political. I'm not even going to be political. 
I'm just going to talk about the state of affairs that we're in right now. And the question that I want to pose to you, dear listeners of the Awkward High Five podcast is, is there anybody out there right now that's still in on this Trump thing? Is there anybody out there right now who still feels good about their decision to vote in Donald Trump as the United States, as a president of the United States of America? I just want to know. I really, I honestly want to know because I'll be honest. Well, first of all, I'll be very honest. I didn't fucking vote. I never vote. And I know I hear it from people all the time that you shouldn't have an opinion if you didn't vote. And, uh, and, you know, voting is a right that everybody fought for and blah, 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 blah. I, to be completely honest, I don't have enough faith in the system to feel like my vote matters. And I've heard the arguments on either side. I've made an educated decision. And, uh, and I just don't feel, you know, especially this year, it, it, to be completely honest, I mean, I think people who listen to this show long term know where, where I stood. And, and if uh, I donated to Bernie Sanders uh, campaign, and if Bernie Sanders would have been like he should have been without collusion and corruption, the Democratic nominee for the president, I would have actually gone out and I would have voted. Um, but but it came down to a point where I had to choose between two people who I who I couldn't stand, and uh, I couldn't morally go out and cast a vote for either one of them. Now I know you're saying you could vote third party. I should have went out and voted for whoever, and and I guess I could have done that. But I also don't see really I don't really see the the benefit in that. Now I know there's people at home right now that are saying like you don't understand if you and I get I get where you guys are coming from. I've heard it. I've been I've had these conversations in bars. I've had these conversations. I get it. I understand. I'm not saying I'm right from not voting. Just leave me alone, okay? No, I'm just kidding. Um but anyway, I I did not vote because because that that was it. I was looking at I was looking at Hillary Clinton who I could honestly, I just could not after what they did with the with the DNC and and all the corruption and everything to get in to get Bernie Sanders out and herself in. Plus the fact that she was just such a weak candidate. She was obviously corrupt as shit. Um, and and I just saw her when I looked at her. I just saw Wells Fargo, Citibank, fucking. It was almost like she was wearing a one of those NASCAR jackets where they have all the fucking symbols of everything all over the place. Or even cooler, one of those jackets that people used to wear in the 90s with all the different logos of um, the NBA teams, the patches all over them, like a leather jacket with NBA patches all over them. Which, by the way, the Celtics always felt a little bit out of place. Eh, Take that as you will. Anyway, uh, so whenever I saw Hillary Clinton, I pretty much would just envision that. It's just like she was wearing a leather jacket. NBA logo jacket, except all the logos were just fucking every horrible fucking oil company and bank and Wall Street and everything just on there. She was just owned by so many people and still is that I couldn't get behind that. I couldn't get behind that. I'm sorry. So I guess what I'm getting at is uh, I'm going to admit to the fact that Although I also saw uh, Donald Trump as a horrible option for a president. And if I really had to, if there was a gun to my head, I would m- almost always probably opt for the Democratic, you know, the Democratic nominee than the Republican nominee just because of what the parties stand for. Although caveat to that is I don't really believe, the, you know, I don't see the Democrats and Republicans being that different. You know, I, I, they're all politicians. They have more in common with each other than they do with us. So to pick a side and act like we're fucking on either sides of a bombardment game in high school is ridiculous because it's not. The lines are blurred. But anyway, 
um, I definitely did not want to see Donald Trump in there. But at the end of the line, when we were stuck with having the, the option between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, the anarchist in me uh, sparked up a little bit. And I thought, well, Hillary Clinton is certainly going to be a horrible president. She's certainly in bed with everybody. Um, it, you know, there's, and, there, and, and for everybody out there who considers themselves a liberal or, or seriously left-wing, who, who acts like if Hillary Clinton got in and it was going to be better, you're just wrong. It just wasn't going to happen. I would love, I would, that fucking fairy tale would be great, and I wish it was true, but it's not. The, the, the fact of the matter is, and I've brought this up on here before, Hillary Clinton, you know, people talk about social issues like abortion, gay marriage, and all that stuff, which is all, st- I'm, I'm on board with you guys 100%. Um, but the, the fact of the matter is Hillary Clinton did not support gay marriage until she had to. And, and I think it was like three years ago. She was vehemently against gay marriage until it came up to the point where she realized that she was going to be running as a Democratic nominee for the president. And you can't be a Democrat and, and hold that line. So she gave up on it. It was just totally a career choice. So in my mind, I saw Donald Trump just because I'm from the, the, the greater New York area. Um, and growing up, knowing, seeing Donald Trump, seeing his buildings in Atlantic City and in New York, and knowing who he is, and knowing that he's yes, a fucking uh, megalomaniac and um, and a shyster, and all the things that we know to be true about him. But also, what I knew is that he was a New York businessman, and in my mind, you couldn't be a New York businessman and also hold any real feelings towards like racism, like harbor any sort of real racism or, or not be some sort of progressive. I mean, New York is a very progressive area. So to me, in my mind, in my mind, I, I just had the little spark of, well, I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to push the needle one way or another, even if I could. However, at least Donald Trump, we have the option of it being a shakeup. And I'm sure a lot of you out there, I'm sure a lot of people out there had the same kind of feeling and that's one of the reasons probably why Donald Trump is sitting where he's sitting right now. Uh, and, and again, for better or for worse. But, but uh, I feel like that was, that was kind of the turning point. And I was on that spectrum. I, I was sitting there and I was just thinking in my mind, okay, either option is horrible. Um, but at least this guy w- is not a career politician. And he kept talking his drain the swamp rhetoric. And and it's not that I bought into that because because I, it's not that I believe a word that the guy said, but I just felt that maybe, just maybe, if this guy got in, that it would shake up, you know, Washington D.C. so badly that that uh, that some things, good things, could happen. That was my hope. That was the string of hope that I was hanging on to. He's been in office for two months, and obviously that is not the truth. Obviously, he is one hundred percent in line with all of the the big corporate evil interests the oil companies the fucking it, it just it just the banks it just goes on and on and on and and i i've you know i've been keeping abreast of it and again we don't get too political on this show but i'm sitting at home and and i'm reading these articles and i'm looking at jeff sessions and the guy, the guy that they, they that they put in, and the fucking guy who is now heading the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. I'm not going to scream on this episode. I'm sorry. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. I got all my screams out last episode. That's why I have the lava lamp on. Okay, but 
the guy who was leading the Environmental Protection Agency actually fucking sued the Environmental Protection Agency. He's against the EPA, and he's going to be running it. It, it. These are things... Now, and the question that I have... And what I brought up in the beginning of this little rant is is how many I want to know how many people out there who voted for Donald Trump and actually believed in him wore that weird thrift store fucking Little League baseball felt printed make America America again net hat and fucking went out to the polls and proudly voted for Donald Trump. How many of you people out there right now are going, oh, fuck, I fucked up because. If you are not, and I and I don't mean to use this cliche, but it's true, if you are not in the 1% of the wealthy people in this country, Donald Trump is not there for you. That It's just not happening. But yet, I still, I still see people out there who are supporting him and, uh, and, 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 and all in on the decisions that he's making. And I understand that there's a lot of Obama haters. I don't even want to get into that. It has nothing to do with that. I just feel like people have to feel... People have to feel like they've that they've been cheated. You ever have the feeling you've been cheated? Okay, <laughs> sorry. Uh, that they just have to feel like some people have to feel like that, and I don't know because I feel like if I actually fell into the Donald Trump thing and voted for him and believed all the things he said, and then and saw the track record of the first two months, two motherfucking months of presidency, all the shit that they're ripping out. I mean. You know, I, again, I don't want to. I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole. But I, I, I'm, I'm not a very political person, and I am pretty scared right now. Every time I fucking open up th- my laptop or go on my cell phone and read an article about Donald Trump and what his cabinet is looking to do as far as as far as defund, defund. The, the 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 committee that overlooks global warming because they don't believe that global warming is real or the fact that they're they're looking into give to to somehow it, it, i mean this isn't a fact but it seems like you know what they're going to be looking into is somehow to to get away from the the public land you know, the parks, the public parks, everything that we have in this country, somehow they're going to try to sell those out. So like we're going to show up at fucking Chipotle National fucking park where or we're going to show up at Exxon fucking waterfall or whatever it may be at some point just to put more money in. I mean, these things are scary. These are scary things that are going on. That's all I'm saying. All I want to know is the people at home, if, if you did vote for Donald Trump, no judgment. That's cool. I get it, man. I was again. It, it, the, there was two bad people, and if you were a voter, you had to choose for one of them, right? I, and I totally get it. No judgment here, but are you not sitting at home right now, going? Even if you're not showing it to your friends and family, are you not in private, sitting in the back of a room, watching the news, and kind of just biting your nails and going like, "No oh, shit," what? because this is a crazy time, man. This is a crazy time. And here's the other thing. And I, and I will move away from this after this. But the other thing that kind of bothers me is that all this wealth that's being generated for all these people on the top, who are already the most wealthy by far people in the world, most likely. I mean, I know that there's some shahs and fucking and people that live in those high towers in the Middle East and stuff that have like like fucking golden tigers and all that shit. But 
But for the most part, you know, the people, the, the Rothschilds and, and all, the, all the people in this country that this wealth is funneling up to are already so, so fucking infinitely wealthy. Why do they want more? And, and the only thing that I could guess is that they want more because they don't think that they're ever going to fucking die. These people are delusional because if you saw, if you sat there and saw the the way that life is actually, uh, you know, expires, the way that, that life is an actual span of something and then it goes away at some point, why would you be so interested in hoarding all the wealth that could help your fellow people? That's what I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get the greed is what I'm saying. The greed so much. Now, I understand, I understand that people have egos that they want to stroke and they want to be better than people. I totally understand that. If you want to make more money than your friends, if you want to have a better car and a bigger house and a hotter wife and all those things that are going to make you feel like you're a better person, that you know, the, to get your ego all revved up, that's cool. If, if that's the path that you go down, totally go get that shit. Get a hot wife, get a nice car, get a big house, be better than your family and everybody else. But what you shouldn't be doing is amassing so much wealth that people are actually going hungry in the streets because that because you were taking so much of a big part of the pie that these other people have to scrap and 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 try to get little crumbs that they can't survive. People are literally dying so that other people could have giant mansions with fucking bowling alleys. I don't even know if that's a thing. I saw it and there will be blood. But whatever. Fucking in their houses like giant fucking piano-shaped pools or gold bathtubs or whatever the fuck these people do. And and uh, and and other people are suffering from it. And that's what bothers me as a human being. That's what bothers me as a human being. It's just the fucking rich fucking the poor. That's all it is. I wish... I'm trying to, to, to talk to you guys about this, but I just wish that there was there was a band of angry Canadians that could just drive this point home better for me. Where's that guitar coming from? Anyway. Think about it, people at home. Did we vote the right person in? Are we fucked? I don't know. It's just the rich fucking the poor. Man, this studio is a mess. I'm seeing cobwebs in the corner. I'm seeing fucking dust all over the place. There's like spilled ashtrays of joints and shit all over the floor. I, you know what? I'm not going to worry about it. This isn't, this isn't something that I need to tell you people at home. You don't care how Ave High Five Studios look. I, I, just, I just feel like it's been a lot tidier. And I, and I, and I work better when I'm in a, in a more sterile atmosphere. But that's okay. I'm going to get through it. I'm going to get through this. It's no problem. So today is uh, National Women's Day, I believe is what it's called. I guess I should know that a little bit better because I'm going to support it. Um, hang on for one second. I, you know what I'm doing right now is I'm actually looking at my text to see Producer Dave's notes. So in a way, Producer Dave is here with me. 
Uh, International Women's Day is today. And uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, I don't have much to say about it, but I wanted to bring up that fact that that's going on. Um, and and uh, this whole women's thing that's been going on lately, I think is very cool. To, and, and you know what? I would definitely 100% wear red to support you fine women who are out there today. But if I do that, something bad will happen to somebody that I love, so I can't. But otherwise, I am with you guys 100%, 100% out there marching in the streets for your rights. The thing that bothers me is it's 2017, and women are still fighting for their rights. <laughs> and not the party. Licensed Ill, by the way, number one album 30 years ago. That's just a little fucking thing in there. But it gives me the howling fantods as Avril Incandenza would say, enjoy that reference, you fucking fellow book nerds, that the women women are out there right now still having to fight. And I'm using air shrimps because they're not out there fucking, uh, you know, in steel cage matches. They're not out there fucking climbing uh, A-frame ladders in order to grab a belt from a thing hanging from the ceiling. But they are are out there fighting for, for their rights. And the fact that that still has to go on right now in 2017 is fucking nuts to me. That's all it is. So as I 100% support all the women that are out there doing what they need to do to get their voices heard, to not feel oppressed, to not feel like second-class citizens, uh, it also stuns me that that's even a reality right now. There's more women than there are men on Earth. There's 51% of women. There's 49% of men. Already, the men are the minority. Uh, so and the women have the babies and nurture life they're the reason that life exists uh so the fact that we're living in such a progressive society the fact that we're living in a place where where everyone gets a trophy and 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 bullying is being eradicated from the face of the earth and all that yet there is still this 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 dissonance this weirdness towards women is is weird to me and i see it i see it in in, in elderly people i know um, tend to be a little misogynist, just like the old stereotype of the old racist grandfather. I, I still see that around, and I don't, I don't know where that comes from. I've never had that. In, I've never had that in me. I've never had anything but respect for women. And and as a matter of fact, I, until recently, I, I and this might be ignorance on my my part, but I never even knew that there like there was all this stuff going on. That you know, I understand that women feel, and I'm treading on fucking thin ice here but you know what they say if you're fucking cast on thin ice might as well dance so here i am dancing what i'm saying is is that i was pretty oblivious to women feeling vulnerable or being taken care of in in the workplace and places around because i've never hands-on seen that situation i grew up in a world where there's there's been nothing but hr departments and sexual harassment meetings and um and and just hanging out with girls who were smarter and cooler and fucking and and honestly a lot of times fucking tougher than me (laughs) you know like i i didn't i never picked on a girl maybe like when i was a kid and i liked one or something like that but as far as being older and adults and equals I, i just don't see that happening i i as as a guy am mostly intimidated around women um, because, because maybe I do see him as superior. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I'm rambling here, but I guess what I'm saying is the fact that women today had to wear red and, and, and take off of work 
um, and go out into the streets and get their voices be heard in 2017, just that alone, just the fact that that is still happening, the fact that we have to sit there in a country that has legalized gay marriage has all but, uh, for the most part, and I guess you could argue this, but really made giant strides to, to eradicate racism and, and homophobia and all these things, which I know still exist, but nowhere near the way that they did even 20 years ago. And the fact that women who pretty much run the fucking world are still out there trying to get their voices heard stuns me. That's all. That's all I got to say. That's all I want to say. You still with me? You still with me on this solo show? How's it going? Good? I don't know. I'm drinking the Shiraz. I'm sitting here enjoying the Shiraz and just kicking back with my lava lamp, my incense and peppermints, my beady door, which I love. Um, For anybody who, let's see, let's get some of this stuff out of the way. For anybody who subscribes to Patreon, uh, your free episode will be on Saturday. We're doing that in addition to the regular episode. So look forward to that. If you want to subscribe to Patreon for the Awkward i5 podcast and you want the extra episodes, just go on and get the uh, the $5 or more tier and you'll get the two extra episodes a month. Um, so that's good to go. Oh, also, this is what I wanted to bring up. This is the, uh, the water I was trying to get to. Is right now for the month, month of March, there's a very cool thing going on in the world of podcasting. Um, and what that is, is the tripod initiative that they're doing. Uh, and, and what this is, is, is all, all podcasts, but more specifically, the bigger podcasts, the, the ones that have a huge following or the biggest ones out there are all talking about it. And I'm just going to fucking jump on the tail, the, uh, what are they called? Coattails of this. I'm going to sketch a ride with my skateboard on the bumper of this car where, uh, what, it, what it is, is if you're a fan of podcasts, which I am and, 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 uh, you obviously are if you're sitting here listening to the show. But uh, if you're a fan of podcasts, they have this thing going on this month where they are encouraging people to tweet or Facebook or Instagram or any of that stuff. I'm guessing Twitter is the big one because it has to do with hashtags. I mean, I know I all have hashtags, but really, do they fucking do hashtags make any sense otherwise? But yeah. Anyway, and I'm getting close to the mic again. If you go on and 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 talk about your favorite podcast and hashtag tripod which is t-r-y-p-o-d so not tripod like richie or dave daly obviously uh, apparently um but tripod t-r-y like try something out for the people at home who don't understand what try is and then pod like a podcast or pod people or a peapod or what what am i even talking about anyway hashtag tripod and then put your favorite podcast out there. It doesn't have to be a high five, although I'd really appreciate it if, if it was. But um, but it's I think it's a cool thing because I really in all honesty, in all fucking bullshit and joking aside, I feel like podcast is one of the last like I was going to use the term bastion of free speech, but that's over dramatic and not very true because music is very free speech. Comedy has very free speech. There's whatever. But I feel like podcasts are very important that's what i'm going to say that is the line i'm going to tell podcasts are very important they're it's they're easily accessible they're easily produced uh people could pretty much get a small setup and just start talking in a fucking music studio in the middle of new jersey and have hundreds or thousands of people hear what they have to say and either agree or disagree and make some sort of conversation spark elicit some response spark some emotions whatever it is that happens 
start some interesting conversations, whatever it may be. The fact that we have the power to do that now as individual people is amazing. And I personally love podcasts. I think I come from an underground, uh, underground, you know, background. I was, I'm a DIY punk rock kid from the time I could fucking remember. So that kind of thing is very important to me. And this is the only feeling these the podcasts is the only time that I've got that feeling from the fact of when I was younger and in playing in these bands and seeing the community, this underground community that was there, which was just people expressing themselves in any way and not judging other people and, and being supportive and letting people's creativity flow. Uh, and and uh, I feel like that went away for a very long time and now it's back in the form of podcasts. So I guess what I'm saying to you people, if you haven't already put this together and deduce the fact that I think the podcasts are very important. So what you could do, what you could do for the show, if you want to, and I'm, I'm you know, it doesn't matter, but it, w- it would definitely help out is if you use the tripod hashtag T-R-Y-P-O-D on Twitter or Facebook and anything, and then say something nice about the Awkward High Five podcast to get our name out there. But also just say anything about any podcast, even if it's one of the giant ones, even if it's one of the Beatles or the Stones, the fucking Joe Rogans or the Mark Marins or one of the, and it doesn't matter, whatever one you like. I myself right now am hooked and love the uh, beautiful stories from anonymous people podcast that chris gethard does i fucking wait every week for a new episode to come out i think it's fantastic so i think you know i'm gonna go on and i'm gonna explain my love for that podcast with the tripod hashtag so anyway i just wanted to put that out there i'll talk about it a little bit more throughout the month but that's something that's going on in the whole scope of podcasts which i think is a very cool initiative because believe it or not there's a lot of people out there that don't know what podcasts are. And I get it. There's so much media to uh, to digest, but it always stuns me when um, sometimes I'll tell people, you know, I don't go out there and really advertise the fact I do a podcast because uh, because then I don't want people to listen to this and be like, oh, I know that dude. What the fuck's wrong with him? But, um, but it, uh, sometimes I'll tell people that I do a podcast or sometimes I'll tell people about podcasts I listen to and they kind of look at me weird like, podcasts? Really? And... Uh, and, you know, it's just it's a missed opportunity if you're not listening to podcasts. There's something out there for everybody. Like, there's literally something out there for everybody. I have a friend who may have stole this mixer from his work who fucking is, it likes in his spare time as a woodworker. And he subscribes to all these woodworking podcasts. There's I bet you there's, you know, any any little industry that you're in, there's probably there's welding podcasts. There's fucking pottery podcasts. There's which I hope are called podcasts. There's. There's fucking it, it it goes on and on and on. Whatever little niche or niche that you're in, you have a podcast out there that you can listen to. And then there's broader spectrum ones like this one where it's just kind of a talk show and then there's interviews and you know, I don't need to tell you all this information cuz you already listen to podcasts. You're already ahead of the game. So get out there, hashtag #tripod and talk about shows. Maybe Alcorn I5 would be nice, but I'm not going to really push that issue. And um and let the people know what you think. All right? There you go. So what else did I want to talk about? Um, oh, yeah. Quick question. Another quick question. I know I, end up, I know I end up asking you guys a lot of stuff when I do these solo shows, but I'm used to having conversations with somebody. So, and and, uh, and I, <laughs> I appreciate the people who really do email me or message me and answer my questions. That is really appreciated. But if you want to take these as rhetorical questions, you can too. I want to know this. And if my partner, if producer Dave or Daly or RTG was here, I would like to have a conversation about it, but I'm just going to put it out there for your consideration, for your thought at this time. What came first, scat music or scat porn? That's all I want to know. That's it. 
what came first? Was it scat music? Where the ski dip, skibbity dip, or scat porn, where they shit on each other? Because if scat porn was first, then I'm really looking differently at scat music. Because yes, they do scat. They do say the word scat when they're scatting, but also they do do like a dee bop, a diddy bops. So they could call it maybe like a diddy bop music. Because they would have somebody out there in the scat world, the scat music world, I'm sure knew that scat porn existed. Just think about it. There's a million things you can name your music. Why name it after a porno where people shit on each other? Now, if scat music existed first and scat porno came along and, and, and stole that name for their fucking horribleness that they put out in the world... Now, it's a little bit more understandable because scat music isn't something horrible and disgusting. Uh, so maybe they were a fan of the type of music. Oh, and also, the fact that porno just rips shit off all the time anyway, you know, a, a, a proof of all the stupid superhero porn videos that I see everywhere because, or the fucking 70s show porn. Yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying. So that's fine. Now, here's my final question when it comes to this. This is also what I want to know. Let's recap. If scat porn came out first, what's up with scat music? If scat music came out first, then eh, all right, everyone knows that the porno people are weird. What I really want to know is I'm pretty sure that both scat music and scat pornography came out before that bus that drives senior citizens around that has the big scat on the side of it. And I don't really understand what it stands for. I'm guessing it's senior citizen, like, I don't know. I really don't know what it stands for. But anyway, it's the bus that that fucking shuttles senior citizens back and forth, I'm guessing, between Dunkin' Donuts and the old person's home or, or whatever, or AC or whatever else that fucking goes on. And it just says scat on the side. Now, these people had to have known somebody, maybe not the people running the old folks home, but at least the guy whose job it was to put the decal on the side of the bus chuckled to himself saying, this is a name of some sort of porno where people defecate on each other. But yet they still let it out there. That's all. That's all I want to know. That's all I'm saying. You know what's been stuck in my head lately? So I've made it very, very clear on this show that I've had jingle bells stuck in my head since I was eight years old or seven years old, somewhere around there, whenever I watched the Muppets thing. Now, recently, that has been full force. Every day when I wake up, I'm brushing my teeth. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Now, two weeks ago, my buddies brought me back to their place, got me a little stoned on the marijuana, and showed me a video called Too Many Cooks. Now, Too Many Cooks has been stuck in my head. So now I got Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Too Many (laughs) Cooks. Too Many Cooks, Too Many Cooks. Too Many Cooks, Too Many Cooks. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. It's just been going on nonstop. Now, in the last few days, what I've had in my mind, in addition to Jingle Bell Rock, in addition to Too Many Cooks, is the theme... To the Golden Girls sitcom, because somebody sent me a very amusing video that had to do with the fucking the uh, theme of that song. Somebody, by the way, who seems to be very interesting and intellectual and funny, um, and and I just like complimenting because it makes them feel weird. But that sent me that video, and so now for the past three or four days, I've had the Golden Girls theme in my head. So just so you guys know what it's like to walk around with the head of Deb Dag. Besides all the weird OCD shit, besides the anxiety, besides worrying about doing this podcast, on a loop, I now have Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, too many cooks, too many cooks, you're a pal and a confidant, going on on a loop. 
Whoo! This wine tastes good. You guys still with me? I don't know how much longer I'm going to do this one today. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Talked about the women. Talked about, yeah, this is all the things producer Dave hooked me up with. Um, I don't know. What I can tell you, though, is that I'm definitely really, really bothered by how dirty Awkward High Five Studios is. And if RTG was here, I'd make him tidy up a little bit. I'm not a cleaner myself, per se. I don't like to uh, to really clean much. Um, but I would definitely have him clean this shit up a little bit. There's, there's just fucking cobwebs there's just I, I i would when i turn on the black light there's just weird white splatters all over the wall i don't know what the fuck that is uh it reminds me of a crime show there's there's i have my little nest in the corner where i've been sleeping because i don't have a place to live that's a whole nother thing that that i could talk about to you guys but i don't know if i'm gonna bore you with that is that I am right now looking for a place to live because I've literally been sleeping in the corner of Awkward High Five Studios. I have a little nest of newspapers and some sort of blankets and those weird burlap sacks that you fucking um, put around your legs to go down that weird slide at the boardwalk, which is also very weird. What? Who came up with the idea of we're going to have a slide, but the only way to get down that slide is to use a burlap sack and a piece of wax paper? Anyway... Don't ask questions. I got some of those. They're not very comfortable, but they're warm. I have those all kind of in a nest in the corner that I've been living in, um, which I need to get out of soon. I'm, and while I look for a place to live, which is very, very stressful, that adds to my stress, that adds to my too many cooks, Golden Girls, Jingle Bell loop that's going on in my OCD brain. What was I talking about? <laughs> totally lost. I'm totally lost. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, anyway. Um, yeah, moving, and I have that, but but it's just all this clutter is really getting to me, and I just wish that somebody would come here and help me cleaning this place up. What is that green ooze that's coming through the... All right, I know the place is dirty, but there is no... What is a green... What the hell is going on? Who are... What's the... Holy shit! Why should we do something nice? Let's quit Greaser Greg! Oh my god, it's the Garbage Bale Kids! Alligators here! They're being pretty negative about it, but... Come on, kids, take a shot! Show them what we really got! Wait, the Garbage Bale Kids are cleaning Awkward Eye Studios right now! Thank you, guys! This is amazing! Oh, you missed a spot over there. You missed a spot, foul Phil. Thank you guys for showing up. Wow. Oh, shit. Messy Tessie. What's up, girl? Okay. Yeah, no, mop that corner. Yeah, definitely get that. I think those are cum stains. Hey, Messy. Me and you are going to talk later. It's been a while. This is awesome. This is teamwork right here. So come on, guys, no winning smart. We'll borrow tools to do our part. Oh, uh, well, we don't need a lot of tools. We just, I got mops and, and uh, vacuums and shit. But that's okay. No, keep it, keep going. No, here, let me move. Go ahead, get under that. 
Wow, this is awesome. I cannot believe the Garbage Bell Kids came in. Look it out and do your best. Don't give up on your success. Valerie Vomit, she's a strong black woman. You gotta listen to her. Concentrate on what you do. Michael down, it's up to you. We This is awesome. Don't end. Wow. Thank you guys so much. Did, wait, where are you all going? What's going? Hey, wait, wait a second. You didn't clean Awkward iPod Studios at all. This place is more of a mess than it was before. There's fu- alligator. You left fucking fingers on the floor. <laughs> Foul fit. <laughs> Nat Nerd, Nat Nerd pissed his pants. I'm like, somebody please come back and clean Nat Nerd's piss off of the floor, please. Somebody, hey, guy, uh, okay. The, the, uh, they, they're leaving. Uh, at least tell me how Tangerine held up. She's got to be in her 50s now. Some, hey, uh, did fucking, did Foul Phil just give me the finger? What? what? Hey, Messy Tessie, give me a call, girl. You're looking good. All right. All right. <sighs> Oh, let's just go. I, miss your taste and your I know it's a shorter episode, but what am I going to do after that? I've always wanted to do a uh, an homage to one of my favorite movies of all time, the Garbage Bell Kids film. So I figured since these single shows, these solo shows have been so fucking weird, I was just going to throw it in there. I don't know if that worked or not. Who knows? But, uh... That was my little performance piece. Anyway, thanks for sitting through another solo show where I ramble and we wait for RTG to return. Two shows this Saturday. One you'll hear for free. Then The other one, if you're a subscriber on Patreon, you're going to get. We're going to have the boys back in. Producer Dave put a whole fucking thing apart, uh, together that we're going to talk about. We're going to have a new segment that we're airing on the Awkward High Five podcast starting on Saturday. So even if you despise these shows, these solo shows, make sure you show up for that. Otherwise, do the tripod thing. Uh, go on uh, iTunes and leave us a review. That really helps. Go to Patreon and do all those things. And Richie, come back to us! See you in a few short days. Surrounded by seeds, I'm lost in the trees. My thirst and hunger seem to increase. The music we made is one to be loved. Every time I dream, I end up above. Hey, lover, where did you go? Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.